Hey folks, welcome back to the DevRev. We are talking about why you need a podcast, okay? So here's the deal. Um, I had somebody actually ask me, so why do I need a podcast, right? And what we were talking about is how do you build your career up? How do you get it to the point where you want it, right? Um, or as a senior dev, like what's next, right? How do I go from senior dev to whatever's past that, right? Because I've been working my butt off. Um, and, and I was there, right? I was a junior developer, really wanted to get to senior, right? I was doing podcasts, I was doing screencasts. I was also just working on anything that looked interesting, right? Just to learn. And so I get to senior dev and then it's now what, right? So I, I kept learning stuff, but I didn't know kind of what the next stage was, right? Because my friends who were 10 years or 20 years down the road from me, right? Ahead of me as, as programmers, they basically had the same job I did, right? And I'm going, okay, I finally worked myself up my way up, but now what, right? You know, they get paid more because they have more experience or because they know more uh, deeply some technology than I do. But we're not talking like huge amounts of money, right? I mean, sometimes it was, sometimes it was $50,000, but a lot of times it was like ten dollars or $20,000 more that they were making than I was, right? And so I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, so every year or so I would get a new job and I'd make $20,000 more a year. And I did that for the first three years of my career, right? So why the big slowdown? What, I mean, what's, what's stopping me here from making more and learning more and doing more? And what I found really opened the door for me was starting a podcast. And there are a number of things that this opens up, right? So first of all, if you have a podcast out there and people have an opportunity that looks like something that you can do, they're much more likely to bring it to you, okay? So just to give you an example, um, I started the Rails Coach podcast in 2008. That was my first show. Uh, I think episode one or two, I interviewed Greg Pollock and, you know, kind of made that work, right? And if I didn't have a guest, I would just actually riff on something, something I was learning, right? Because I was still a junior developer. I was still trying to learn. If you're a junior developer, this is a great way to go, right? Because people hear you, they get to know who you are, they get to know what you know, they get to find, figure out where you're at, but it made it really easy for me too to actually get jobs, right? But the other thing that happened was um, my friend Eric, Eric Berry, now what he did, he started Teach Me to Code, which was a screencast series. And I, I ran that for years, right? But how I wound up running it he had actually been running it for, um, he, he wound up, <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. Okay. He, he wound up running it, uh, for a year or two. Right. And so he made a couple of series like how to build a Twitter clone or how to, um, how to build this or that. Right. And he did it all in rails. And then he really got into groovy and grails. And so he had, at the, at the time, he was trying to duplicate what Ryan Bates was doing with Railscast. The difference was, was that he was bringing other people in to make some of his videos, right? And so it was an opportunity for me to kind of get my chops out there. I was, I was serious. I was in my first job, my first programming job full-time when I did a video for him on Ruby on Rails routing, right? And I was still pretty new when I started Rails Coach. But the difference was, is he didn't go to any of those uh, senior folks who had contributed to his videos. Why? 
because I had already proven that I was good at making the content. And so he came to me, he said, you're doing the podcast. Do you want to take over the screencast? And I was like, yeah. And so he gave me, teach me to code. And what's interesting is, is that opened up more opportunities, right? Because people were now watching me code on YouTube and stuff. They were listening to me talk about Ruby and Ruby on Rails. And it made it really easy for me to talk my way into my next job. And so my next job, in fact, that job, I already talked about it in a previous episode, but I'm just going to run you through the story again really quickly, right? So I show up to work and I, I'd had another client. Um, and essentially what happened with this other client was they were heavily dependent on Google's algorithm and Google changed the algorithm. And so their main product wasn't making as much money as it had. And so they started cutting the side projects and I was working on one of the side projects in Ruby on Rails. Okay. So I just showed up to work and they had told me before, you know, and I'd been on the bench for like a day, right? They told me that that, that job had gone away. I went and I did an interview with another company that they had contracted with that one of my coworkers was already working with as a contractor. And he actually told them to hire me, but they took one look at my resume and they said, this guy's got a year's worth of professional programming experience and that's not enough for us. And so they told my boss that I was too green and no way. Okay. So my boss calls me in the next day and he, he's like, Chuck, look, you know, we're real sorry, uh, but we've got to lay you off. Right. Total surprise to me because they had told me, Hey, we keep people on the bench for a couple of weeks. And then if we can't find them work, then we kind of, you know, we, we work out them, you know, parting ways of the company, but I got like a day. So I thought I was, I was fine. I also thought they were going to find me another contract and that things would work. Okay. So <clears throat> I go home. It's like 10 AM. <laughs> My wife looks at me and goes, what are you doing here? Right. And I'm like, well, they laid me off. Right. And uh, I didn't know what else to do. It was actually our, I think it was our third or fourth wedding anniversary. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I just started applying to jobs and um, you know, I went on some of the job boards and stuff, just sent my resume out to everybody, which is not the way I recommend you find a job, but that's another episode. What happened was I got a call back from this company and they're like, Hey, can you come in for an interview? And I'm like, sure, sure. Yeah. I'll come in for an interview. It was like two in the afternoon. They wanted me to show up. So, you know, I, I go and I put my shirt and tie on and you know, drive all the way into their office, which was like a half hour from my house. Okay. And I show up and we start doing the interview. And while we're doing the interview, he's asking me questions and I'm telling him not only do I know the answer, but that I've made a video about it on several of them. So I walk out of there 10 minutes after, <laughs> I'm not kidding, 10 minutes. I'm in the car, 10 minutes. I'm driving past the street where you turn because my mom's house is right there. And because she just lived up the hill from where their office was. Um, she still does actually. Uh, but anyway, so, um, I get up there and I get this phone call and I answer the phone cause I'm stupid. And I answer the, my cell phone while I'm driving. Anyway, so I get this phone call from them and I'm like, Hey, hello. And you know, the guy's like, Hey, it's Jared. We, you know, we talked blah, blah, blah. And, um, I think his name was Jared. Anyway. Um, he's like, we want to hire you when can you start? And, you know, of course I had lost my job that morning. So I'm like, well, tomorrow. 
And he's like, great. And so um, I went home, took my wife out to dinner like we already had planned, right? Had somebody watching my kids. And then that was it, right? But what had happened, what I found out the next day was that he had gone online and looked at some of those videos. And then he had listened to some of the podcasts, right? So he kind of checked out who I had talked to, who I knew, what I had talked about, you know, in 10 minutes, and then called me up because he saw that I knew what I was doing. So even though my resume said, hey, look, I'm a brand new programmer. I only have a year's worth of experience. He went and looked at my website and it showed that, hey, I may only have a year's worth of experience, but I know my stuff and I'm getting it done. Okay. So that's one reason is it, it shows them that you're capable of doing what you're doing. The other thing is, is it shows a certain level of discipline and a certain level of willingness to learn and grow that you just can't. I haven't found a good way to interview for this. I mean, generally I'll ask people like what they're working on on the side and things like that. And sometimes you get a really good feel. Okay. They're working on something on the side. They they're and they're doing it mostly to learn, right? So to stay current and all that stuff, right? That's important, right? And then you ask them some other questions. You try and gauge if they're the kind of fit that you want. And for me, what they figured out was that I was the kind of person that was going to go in and figure out how to solve the problems and that I was self-driven, right? All these things that really work for you. If you have a podcast that produces every week, okay? The other thing is, is that I had thousands of people paying attention to me, right? And so it was a win for them because it actually added prestige to their company. And so that was a win for them as well. And then the other thing was, was that they could get a real good feel for my personality, right? And so he went and listened to some of the podcast interviews I did or watched some of the videos. And between that and the interview, he kind of had an idea of who he was going to get. And so it, it just opens up all these opportunities for you to get to know people and to demonstrate what you know. And the last thing is, is that now that I've been podcasting for 12 years, when I needed a job, I literally sent an email to the local users group and said, hey, look, I'm looking for some work. I was looking for contract work, but I basically got offered a job on the spot. Why? Because these folks had been listening to my stuff for years. They already knew who I was. I showed up for the interview and we talked about my podcast, right? And not because I brought it up, because they brought it up. And so all these opportunities open up because of that. And at the end of the day, now I'm trying to build a business back on these shows. You know, the sponsorship slowed down. COVID's kind of lifting its weight off. We're starting to find sponsors again. But that's, that's what it opens up. That's where these opportunities come in. And so in the last episode, when I told you that it's a great way to connect with potential employers or clients, it, it really is. But the other thing is, is I've talked to a whole bunch of people in the community. I've talked to David Heinemeyer Hansen. We've talked to Brendan Ike. We've talked to um, Jordan Walk, who created React. We've talked, I mean, all these people we've had on the show. And so I have instant cred because I know these people, right? Now, we're not hanging out every day. I don't even talk to these people most of the time. But the thing is, is that I get taken seriously because of the work that I've done. And then that works out for me really, really well. So anyway, um, if you're looking at why to start a podcast and how it's going to get you where you want to go, I mean, that's just a, I mean, example after example, and I could just tell you on and on and on, but, uh, yeah, over the next several weeks, I'm going to be actually working through a lot of the frameworks and things that I'm talking about 
to actually make this work for you. Okay. So hang tight. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you're interested in the, the mastermind where I actually teach you step by step by step, and that's the problem with videos like this. Um, it's what I have time for, you know, outside of creating the frameworks and, and my full-time job. But, um, if you want it step by step, right, you want the direct strategies and the walkthroughs on how to do this stuff. It's all in the mastermind. So if you, if you're convinced, if you're sitting there going, yeah, I need to start a podcast and I need to figure this stuff out then go check it out, devchat.tv slash next level. Right now, if you go there, it's just a scheduling link. I'm just going to talk to you about where you want to end up. And then when I have more of this stuff together, then we will actually have a conversation about, okay, do you, do you want to be part of this? Are you willing to do what it takes and get you involved? But right now it's not a sales. It's just, it's just figuring out where you're at. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take off. Max out everybody. <laughs>